Good afternoon. Welcome to the Fontenelle Final Bell here on the Rural Radio Network. I'm Susan Littlefield. Lots to look at when it comes to the markets today. No surprise. If you did miss it, Phase 1 deal was officially signed this morning, early afternoon, depending on where you're at on the time scale out of Washington, D.C. So how are the markets reacting? Where do we go from here? Some interesting conversation that we're going to have this afternoon with Aaron Bertels. Aaron, of course, is with Crossroads Marketing. And Aaron, Phase one, we did finally get it signed. It's been a lot of anticipation, a lot of waiting for this to happen. Now what? Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how the market wants to react to this. So right now, it's just kind of demonstrating what it's been demonstrating the whole time is that I, I don't think a lot of uh, traders or you know funds have bought into this idea being something that's going to carry through immediately. Uh, they just look at this as a, another stepping stone to, you know, somebody that we haven't seen follow through right in China uh, in history and they need to see some proof they're going to need to see you know a scale of this through the year that shows that we're getting up to some of these levels that have been promised in this document and have been promised by the administration so the news today is great everything that came out of it seemed to be right up there with uh, what they've been talking about the whole time it's just uh, it doesn't change anything uh without getting some purchases actually moving through here. And it doesn't change some of the things that were up in the air or, or kind of unknown, right, as far as how are we going to get to these numbers? What ag products are we talking about? You know, there's just a lot of detail behind this that is not going to be able to come up until you start actually seeing these purchases come through. And uh, we haven't seen that in the last couple months yet. And that makes perfect sense from a seasonal standpoint. Uh, but certainly doesn't get people excited when what they're wanting to see is is bigger purchases and um, you know we're just not seeing that currently. Well, you know, at this point, it's it's one of those we've had such hype leading up to it, and it's almost like the you know the the day after the wedding. You know, it's just this down feel of okay, now what do we do? So, looking at this initial market reaction, did we see the reaction, especially in the soybeans and the hogs, like you thought we would? I didn't expect to see much reaction because I've had the, the feeling the whole time that this is something that they want to see some proof out of. So the actual signing of this is only as good as the paper it's written on. Now, there is enforcements within this to, to keep people um, in check on what they're supposed to be doing. But as you and I talked off air, I mean, that's only as good as the people signing it, too, whether they, they care about what those enforcements are going to be more than they care about you know their own situations and that just hasn't shown to be true in the past so uh, i think you're going to still be dealing with normal seasonal seasonal issues um i think there is going to be this undertone of uh, at least we will probably be getting past this last two years of thinking that demand isn't going to be there right i think that you're going to have this undertone of we should at least have normal demand now but it doesn't seem though that people are buying into the fact that we're going to have this record demand that they're talking about. So at least people can, can I think, feel comfortable about the fact that we're going to get back to what normal demand is and not them just looking the other way when it comes time for them to need to purchase beans or corn. So let's look beyond this agreement. You know, there's been so much talk that USMCA and China were going to kind of go hand in hand. We know that they're talking of a vote could happen yet this week. Are the markets just looking at it like they have China going, yeah, we'll see what happens and go from there? I think so. I think that uh, I think that overall, 
the signings of these things, while they're good, while it steps forward, it's it's not something that gets the market excited. I mean, this is this is a marketplace that right now um, we have plenty of supply, right? We have South America that's going to be uh, coming uh, to the marketplace in the next month or two. You know, already starting harvest on beans in Brazil uh, right now. Uh, while those crops are, uh, you know, having a couple of issues here and there from a weather standpoint, they look to be in decent shape. So you've got a marketplace that's flush with supply currently uh, coming off of what is terrible demand, uh, hoping to get back to what would be more normal and, and better demand over the next 6 to 12 months, right? So signing of this stuff is great. It's It steps in the right direction, but it certainly doesn't just free things up for people to to get overly confident right now. You know, we've had such a time now. We've, we've kind of got these deals. We know what's going on. We need to look beyond that. Uh, what are your thoughts marketing-wise as we look beyond trade agreements and look at what was, used to be a normal trade for us? Yeah, I think that as you look at, uh, you got to get back to the seasonal tendencies of the marketplace. And right now, we have to understand that we still do have plenty of supply, so winners uh, and the winter time frame is difficult, right? Because there's just not a lot there to get you excited. It's not a time where China comes to us for demand. They go to South America for demand during this time. So you don't get a lot of headlines on that. You also come into the time frame where uh, you're you're starting to talk about what acres we're going to plant, what our yield's going to be. You're starting to talk about South America's crop coming out of the field. All these things have more of a tendency to be bearish than they do bullish. So you look at this time frame for opportunities to maybe start getting a, a head start on some of this stuff or catching up on stuff you're behind, uh, and don't expect too much out of those or don't expect the market to give you a lot more than you should expect during the time frame where it's just tough to get buying going. And then you're going to look at your normal seasonal as you go into spring and summer of what's going to shake this thing up because we should expect better demand moving forward through this year. So we're still going to have some issues with, hey, there's going to be a little scare here and there from normal summer issues that we need to be ready to take advantage of. And I don't think on a large scale uh, this year is going to be a lot different from those other years we've seen. You're going to have opportunities. They just might be short-lived and you need to be ready to take advantage of them. Looking real quick here before we head to break, uh, the Brazilian real versus the U.S. dollar, are they still on the cheaper side? Uh, I I don't know the exact numbers today, but it seems like, you know, their stuff has been going up recently. Um, I think that as of today, they would still be on the cheaper side. Um, And I think that you're starting to see that with this marketplace and where beans have been. We've got a lot more coming up as we head into part two. We'll take a look at the livestock. Some more happenings on the grain side as well. It is the Wednesday version of the Fontenelle Final Bell on the Rural Radio Network. Welcome back to the Fontenelle Final Bell here on the Rural Radio Network. I'm Susan Littlefield as Aaron Bertles continues to join us from Crossroads Marketing as we kind of look at the other avenues that we've seen within the market trade Um you brought up an interesting point during the commercial break as you and I were chatting about better demand. You think that we're going to have some better demand coming up. Obviously, it's not going to happen first quarter. Hopefully, you start to see some movement second quarter. But is there just a lot of people putting eggs in one basket saying we're going to see something now versus down the road? I, yeah, I just think the timing of this is all off. You know, this is, a, this is a great deal. And I don't think anybody should look at today's action as something that says, you know, am I missing something? Right. I mean, you're not missing anything. It's just people are expecting something during a time that they shouldn't be expecting it, in my opinion. I I think we'll see better demand uh, as long as it makes sense for China, which it typically does as long as we're not fighting with them. Right. So 
I do expect better demand throughout this year. I just don't expect it right now because typically this is not a time where they would do it where it doesn't make as much sense to them. And we're not, you know, wildly cheaper or more expensive right now than what they can get from South America. So it, it just, it's the timing of this that, that I don't expect um, to be helpful to us, but I do expect optimism and, and things to that should be in place as we move into spring and summer and, you know, fall of next year, where I, I do expect better demand and better opportunities. You know, we saw the in the last year when when this whole trade war, and I'm kind of coming back to this a little bit, but with China was going on, that South America got very quiet when it came to what they were seeing in harvest, what they were seeing when planting progress. Now that we've got corn and beans uh, underway and harvest in Brazil, are we going to have that pattern again from the folks that you're talking to or the feel that you're getting from this marketplace? Do you just mean are they going to be quiet? Snow? Yeah, yeah just, I, I don't know. They're in an awkward position here because if we're going to have more demand, uh, it's going to come out of their pocket, right? So uh, this should be an interesting uh, next few months for them and just how they, because everything you're seeing, which has been really interesting, is when they come out with numbers from a demand standpoint, it's always got this asterisk next to it of uh, unless the U.S. and China come up with a deal, right? Because they know as well as everybody does that it's not like China is just all of a sudden going to need more product. It's that the product that they do need is going to have to come more from the U.S. Because right now, you know, China bought like $120 billion in ag goods last year, and, and 12% of that was from the U.S. So that's not a, a huge amount that's coming our way. There was more from South America and then more from other places, obviously, altogether. But we're just going to need a bigger piece of that pie moving forward. So they're in a weird position. I mean, it'll be interesting to see how they just kind of change the way that they talk about things uh, as we move forward. And then you know, where that puts them if this demand does go away for them and come to us. Go over to the livestock side. Uh, feeder cattle, as you look at the charts, what are your thoughts moving forward? Yeah, I'm surprised the first couple of days, few days of this week to, to not see them uh, kind of take off a little bit and, and make another leg up. Uh, they closed really well last Friday outside of a wedge that they've been in for quite a while. Uh, and then since then, they've just kind of come back down into that area. I, I don't know that there's any real uh, drama there. I, I think this market, if you look at it, has been one that's just kind of ground its way higher. The same with cattle. There hasn't been any huge leaps and bounds uh, since the initial move. They just ground and ground and ground and uh, have been very um, you know, straightforward in doing that. So I still expect these markets are in an uptrend. It's just uh, a little bit surprising to not see them follow through after having such a good close there uh, last Friday. And for the most part, we've had some pretty decent weather this winter for the cattle. Yeah, absolutely. You know, gains should be good. Um, supply should should be uh, okay as far as, you know, at the market supplies. So, yeah, overall, things should be good there. It's just, uh, you know, the economy is good. Obviously, we're making new highs on the stock market. That always helps the cattle market. And uh, we're getting back to places that we were a couple years ago uh, on some of these marketplaces that, shouldn't be too foreign it just seems like it's, it's been quite a while since we've been there finally what are you looking at on these hogs are we going to see some stabilization within their market they kind of came down to a trend line too uh just yesterday and have stabilized there and i would expect that that would make a lot of sense especially if cattle do continue uh, or do want to continue to go up uh, that hogs find a low here and start to maybe work their way back up a little bit 
Uh, so I would expect that uh, they should be able to hold here. If they don't, uh, there's not that much further down that they would go to try to find those old lows that we've seen here recently either. But I think that low on that trend line uh, yesterday would not be a bad place for them to just kind of slow down and start to maybe grind their way back up a little bit. What are your thoughts on how demand have been during this winter months? You know, it hasn't been as good as I don't think as, as you would have hoped with uh, some of the issues that are going on worldwide. Um, and again, it's one of these things where it's been really good. It's just what people expect versus what they get. Well, what's the best way for folks to get a hold of you, Aaron? Yeah, just call me at 402-309-3171 or email me at abertles at crossroadsml.com. All right. Now, so a reminder, commodity futures and options involve substantial risk of loss are not suitable for all investors. That is the Fontenelle Final Bell being brought to you by Fontenelle and all the local dealers. Check it out as a podcast at ruralradio.com or wherever you subscribe. It's the Fontenelle Final Bell on the Rural Radio Network. Rural Radio Network.